Hello, Adam. And a cheery hello to you too. How lucky am I that I am here at the precise moment when the two of you are meeting up for, what, drinks? Nice dinner? You guys fueling up for another round of hot sex? Okay, that was out of line. Watch your mouth. Well, unlike you, I'm not in the mood to plaster a smile on my face. I'm just keeping it real. Okay, I know you have a lot on your plate right now, but that's no excuse to be crude. Okay, after our last conversation, I thought maybe we were in a good place, that maybe we actually got to the point where we could be friends. Friends? Come on, Sally, let's not play that game. You know what you are to me. And I know that whatever you think my brother here has to offer, that you're bound to be disappointed in every possible way. Just stop, all right? You're making a fool out of yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'm the fool, all right, Nick? It was of your own doing. So don't you dare just sit there and blame Nick and me. Nick and me? Wow, you say that like it's a real thing. Okay, whatever it is or isn't, it's none of your business. And you saw to that, so stop blaming everyone but yourself. Hey, this is a nice surprise. How's your day been? Um, not as I expected. Problem at the lab? No. What's going on? I went to the club earlier to find you. And I saw you with your ex in your arms. hotel suite and we packed up all of your things and the front desk filled the card that you had on file so as far as that goes it's all taken care of don't even need to think about that place anymore all done thank you so much that is so kind considering you've already done so much for me i just you know can't imagine stepping foot in that hotel right now well you don't have to and Sharon, you shouldn't be dealing with my stuff. You should be helping Ryan and Tessa get settled at the tack house. No, they're doing great. I did run over there right after Mariah texted me, and it turned out they didn't have that much work for me to do anyway. And besides, I had to come back here and see you again because I forgot to give you these. Chelsea, you okay? Are you having second thoughts? Is this not where you want to be? No. No, this place is amazing. This is an incredible place to live, especially on such short notice, and I'm so grateful. It's just, you know, here I am, 
Pulling up stakes yet again. Well, it's always challenging changing homes. Home. I didn't know you were there when Audrey and I were talking. It seemed like you guys were sharing an intimate moment, so I didn't want to intrude. It's not what you're thinking. Well, it must have been something major, otherwise you wouldn't look so... So what? Panicked? Guilty, disturbed? All of the above? It's not like that. All right, I promise I'll tell you everything, just not... Not here. Will you give me a chance to explain? said something to upset you, Chelsea, I'm sorry. That was not my intent. No, no. You didn't say or do anything wrong. You both have been incredible and supportive. I'm just, I'm just juggling a lot of emotions right now. Well, that's entirely appropriate. I mean, it'd be weird if you weren't. I guess it's just hard for me to accept that at this phase of my life, I don't have a safe haven. So here I am in a brand new apartment after spending three days in the psych ward for trying to end my life. Well, I hope that this place will become your haven. Over time, it'll truly start to feel like your home. I just haven't had a home in so long. Not since I lived at the penthouse with Adam and Connor, and then I had the aneurysm, and everything went wrong. Well, let's not ruminate on that. Let's look at this as the beginning of a healthy, wonderful future. Well, before I start rebuilding my life, I have decided I need to tell Connor the truth, and that's really overwhelming. You know, Chelsea, you don't need to do that right now if you, if you don't want to. I mean, maybe it makes more sense to kind of get settled in here a little bit. I want to tell him today because I don't want to hide anything from my son. And actually, Dr. Malone agrees with me. Did the doctor give you any ideas on how to get into that with Connor? Yeah, I mean, she did, actually. And kind of made me nervous. How so? Well, she, she said, you know, we don't know how he's going to react. It could be shock, guilt, anger. We just, we don't know how this is going to go. OK, well, you know that you don't have to do this until you're ready. I told Dr. Malone that I can be strong and I am going to be, for Connor's sake. You have to do what's best for yourself, also. I think I've decided that this is what's best for all of us. I need to take a deep breath, look my son in the eye, and tell him what happened, explain this crisis I went through. I just hope that Adam understands. We need to be united front, and he doesn't want me to tell him yet. He's worried about how Connor will react, and so am I. I'm just worried the longer we wait, the more pain, the more confusion it will cause him. Well, you both know that I'm, uh, I'm not a fan of Adam. But I do know that he loves his son. And I believe you'll do what's right for both Connor and you. You absolutely will. Give Adam the chance to prove that to you. I will. Uh, I'm gonna need to go. Something I need to take care of. I'll check in with you later, okay? 
Thank you, Billy, for everything. Absolutely. See you. Can you stay a little longer? Well, I was hoping that you would let me hang around because I think there's something that we need to do right away. You couldn't trust me. So you broke up with me and you claimed it was for my own good. Do you know how humiliated I felt? And I have apologized for that repeatedly, Sally. And yet somehow you're the wounded party. I'm sorry, it doesn't work like that. Well, it does for a narcissist. Everything always happens to you. It's never because of you. Does that sound about right? Don't get your hopes up thinking he will make you happy, Sally. He will never love you. Because he can't. Because the only woman he's ever loved is Sharon. You're just the latest substitute. Let's go. Nick, he's not worth it. Can I get you anything? Water, coffee, something stronger? Just the truth. I don't want to have any secrets from you. Good. Audra told me that back in London, she, she had been pregnant with our baby. And she had a miscarriage. It was the first I'd heard of it. How awful for her to, to go through something like that. And for you being blindsided. Yeah, it hit pretty hard. I'm so sorry. Why didn't Audra say anything until now? When she got pregnant, our relationship was kind of falling apart. She wanted to wait until we were back into a good place to share the happy news, but that time never came. Now things just kept deteriorating, and then, and then I moved out without telling her. I just walked away, didn't look back. Is that when it happened? She said it was the first night I didn't come home. When it was over. It's like a relationship. Oh no, I'm so sorry. And she never intended on telling me, but I guess being here and you know seeing me brought back up all those painful memories. And it just came pouring out of her and it killed me that I wasn't there for her. It killed me that she had to suffer through all that alone. So, so I hugged her. Now I wanted to comfort her, and that's what you walked in on. Hi. Hello. Thank you for coming to meet me. Sure. I know how busy you've been, so I appreciate it. No, it's fine. I needed the fresh air. So how's Chelsea? I'm assuming that you spent most of the day with her since 
She seems to be your main focus lately. Yeah, um, I know I've been really vague about what's been happening. And, uh, the reasoning behind it, and I know that's been very frustrating for you. Well, yeah, I mean, I have so little information. Right, which is why I wanted to talk to you. Try and, you know, clear the air a little bit. Um, Chelsea not only gave me the go-ahead, but she thinks it's important that I talk to you about this as well. And uh, I'm hoping that once I do, you'll better understand why I devoted so much of my time to supporting her. Okay. So, what happened? Chelsea tried to take her own life. Bear, doesn't it feel good to have your clothes hung up, your things put away? Definitely. I just want you to feel like you're settling in and making the place your own. But I know when you bring in all of your personal items, then it's gonna really feel like home. I'm sure you're right. Which brings me to the most important item. This is the most important item. Not just for me, but for when Connor gets here. Do you know when he'll be here? Well, he's done with practice. I'm counting the minutes. I guess I should reach out to Adam now. Chelsea, hey, um, can you give me a one second? Hey, I'm glad you called. I um, went to the hospital earlier, but they said that you had already been discharged. I told you you didn't have to come back for me. I already had a ride lined up. Right, I know, uh, Sharon and Billy, just wanted to make sure you were okay. I am. Thanks. I'm feeling better. Um, thanks to Sharon, actually. Oh? My Mariah and Tessa are moving out of the apartment above the coffee house. Sharon has offered to rent it to me. Uh, well, that's great. That, that sounds like the perfect solution. Glad you decided to take her up on that. Yeah, me too. Maybe I can grab some groceries or something. Um, help you with that. Well, you had mentioned that Connor would be happy to see me. I was hoping you could bring him by after you pick him up. Sure, I can do that. Thanks. I appreciate it. I just, I hope that you've uh, taken the time to think about what I said earlier. I have, and I spoke to my therapist about it. Adam, I haven't changed my mind. I see. And I hope you can support my decision. Will you please do that for me? Look, Chelsea, I really wish that we could discuss this further. Adam, I'm not gonna change my mind. I have to do this, and as soon as possible. 
Why the rush? Because I'm not going to lie to my son. Only to risk him finding out the truth down the line in some other way. No. He has to know what happened to me. He has to know that I'm better. And that I'm getting help. And that I'm going to be all right. Okay, well, you, you, you make some good points. Thank you. But I am still worried about Connor's reaction. I think there's a chance that he might blame himself for this. I took everything you said to heart. I did. I spoke to Dr. Malone at length about it, but she agrees that it's the right thing to do, to be honest with our son. Exactly how honest are we talking about? Well, Dr. Malone advised me to use language a young boy Connor's age can understand to allow him to express his emotions and to have the conversation in a safe space. I know you want to be a part of this, Adam, and I want you to as well. Let's do this now together as a family. Can you do that for me? All right. Thank you. I will uh, go get him and uh, I'll, I'll bring him by. We'll see you soon. Chelsea. Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, I know that you told me she needed help and that you felt compassion because you knew what it was like being trapped in a dark place, but I didn't think it was this bad. Well, I, I think it all just kind of, uh, you know, compounded. And uh, when Ray passed away, you know, they, they become really close friends. No, yeah, I remember how devastated she was at the time. Yeah, and I think she was leaning on him a little bit too much, and then, you know, after he passed away, she... She didn't feel like she had anyone. When things got bad, she started to question everything, question every decision that she was making, and had no one to turn to, and... Slowly, that started to eat away at her and the walls started to cave in and the only thing that she could focus on was the pain and her own despair. Yeah, but not even Connor? I mean, knowing that he needed her couldn't help pull her out of her grief? No, it, it seems like it would, but like I said, she, she couldn't focus on anything but the pain. She didn't see a way out and she wanted it to end. Wow. I mean, to feel that lost and disconnected from everything that you love and care about. I mean, when I was in prison, I definitely was depressed. You know, I was overwhelmed by guilt over the role that I played in Hillary and her baby's death, and then my dad, he moved upstate so that he could visit often, and I was so thankful because he was my lifeline. I mean, I wasn't suicidal. It didn't get to that point for me. Well, I'm really glad that he was there to support you. Yeah, me too. I mean, for Chelsea, that night, to be in that place, after the year that she had, I mean, that's serious. I'm just grateful you understand. 
Yeah, I mean, I can see why you felt compelled to be there for her. But I'm sure it was overwhelming for you at times. I wasn't focused on my own burden, you know? That wasn't, it wasn't about me. No, but helping someone through a crisis that severe is huge. I mean, that had to take a toll on you emotionally. Yeah, and I suppose yeah. So then why wouldn't you have told me this from the beginning? Like, why wouldn't you let me be the person that you turn to? I could tell Adam was listening. He really heard me. That's wonderful. And I'm gonna do everything I can to prove that he's right to have faith in me. Well, I'm glad he reacted that way. Now, I want you to relax, take a breath, and don't put any more pressure on yourself. I'll try not to. Adam's already shown that he'll back you up. You just have to follow Dr. Malone's advice and trust your instincts as a mother. You can do this. Yeah, I can. Good. That's what I like to hear. So is there anything else I can do to make you feel at home? Um, the place has been cleaned, and there's towels and sheets in the linen closet. No, thank you so much. And as much as I've appreciated your company and all of your encouragement, I should probably spend some time alone to mentally prepare for this visit with Connor. Plus, I should probably jump in the shower and change my clothes to look presentable for my son. Sounds perfect. I'll leave you to it. And if there's anything you need, just shoot me a text. Thanks, I will. The short story is, is that it wasn't mine to share with you. You know, like you just said, this has been, it's just very serious, you know, and um, it's delicate and it's Chelsea's story and it's just extremely personal. I mean, she didn't even tell Adam about it until today. She also insisted that I tell you the truth. Yeah, well, I appreciate hearing it. So where has Chelsea been all this time? Well, for the last 72 hours, she's been in the psychiatric facility. She was released today, and she's now staying at the apartment above Crimson Lights. With Mariah and Tessa? No, they uh, they moved to the ranch. I guess they're staying in the tack house. They need a little bit more space. But uh, Sharon hadn't advertised the apartment yet, and um, Chelsea said yes. She's grateful for the opportunity to stay there. And then Sharon and I went to the Grand Phoenix to go collect her stuff and then just brought it to her. Wow. Well, I guess you and Sharon are covering all the bases. Why do you say it like that? What do you mean? It sounds like you've got a little edge in your voice, like there's something you're upset about. Why would I be upset? There it is again. Lily, just tell me what's wrong. How did you feel learning all this from Audra? I, just, I can't help but feel guilty for how it all went down, though. Now, if I hadn't left, if I just had been there, she wouldn't have been all alone through this. And then I think maybe the stress of our relationship is what caused the miscarriage, and I'm having all these conflicting emotions about almost being a father. And... Yeah, I imagine it's 
It's almost like seeing an alternate universe unfold, right? Where you stayed in London, became a dad. Must be mind-blowing to realize how different life might have been. Yeah, I'm trying not to dwell on it too much. It's just, that's strange. This fateful thing happened, I had no idea. I mean, while Audra, she's been carrying around this huge secret and trying to come to terms with the loss. Has the news made you see her in a different way? All right, this is a big moment. It's the last piece. It's all yours? No, no. I know this is your favorite appetizer. I do not want to make things weird. Yep, you took it. <laughs> mm. Well, I don't know about you, but my tombstone is going to read Carpe Diem. Seize the day. Oh my god, is that what that means? Because I totally thought it meant seize the last bite. Jeez, <laughs> I guess that's what I get for not taking Latin. Yeah, I was forced to take a semester of that in boarding school. I don't recommend it. It's very boring. You went to boarding school. Of course you did. I could totally see you roaming around a 200-year-old campus in New England wearing something appropriately preppy. Actually, it was in Switzerland. Seriously? God, that's amazing. The skiing, the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't for me. There were so many rules, I wasn't great at following most of them. So one day I just snuck off campus, flew home, and told my parents I was never going back. I was 16, so they couldn't make me. So I just transferred to GC High. There's no place like home, huh? Even though we have our less than harmonious moments, I really love my family. I like being around them. Well, that serves as the perfect segue into the promise that you made me, because I am going to hold you to it. Hmm. What was that again? You were going to tell me what you want out of life. Since last time we talked, I told you what I wanted. All right. Um, I have everything I want. Almost. Seriously? Who says that and actually means it? Me. I'm serious. I found my purpose at Newman. I spent many years there second-guessing myself, trying to, you know, figure out my place. But that's all behind me. So when you stopped fighting it? I'm happy with my position and the work. Mm. Nice. I have four incredible kids. I have very solid relationships with Phyllis and Sharon, who will always be a part of my life. Actually, I admire how you and Sharon still value and care about each other. I mean, that's the way it should be, right? Especially when there's family involved. I bet Noah and Faith really appreciate it. I want to make sure you know that I'm not pining away for Sharon like Adam suggested. I mean, emotionally, I am not anywhere close to that. Okay. Well, then, just out of curiosity, where are you? Emotionally speaking. 
How's it going? It's going well. Is mom meeting us here? Uh, she is upstairs. Your mom is renting the apartment on the second floor here. Mariah and Tessa used to live there, but they have moved on to a bigger space. I never liked mom staying in a hotel. I'm glad she won't be there anymore. Well, me too. This will be a much better place for your mother. I think so too. And there's a second bedroom for when you come to stay with her. Cool. Hey, why don't you uh, go grab a treat for your mother at the counter? I'd like to bring her something. All right, go for it. Thank you for letting Chelsea move in. You really came through for her. I was happy to do it. In fact, when you called earlier, I was upstairs talking to her. Yeah? I hope you don't mind me weighing in on Connor's visit today. I know that you have concerns about Connor learning the truth, and I was glad to know that you came around and saw Chelsea's point of view. For what it's worth, I think she's ready for this. Well, I appreciate your perspective, but it's not gonna make this any easier. Hey, Dad, I know what I wanna get. Oh, okay. Let me get that wrapped up for her. Nothing that I have learned has changed the way I see Audra. I feel terrible that she had to go through this on her own and that she was too upset and too proud to let me know at the time, but it doesn't change who she was before then or how we treated each other. Our relationship, it was, it was toxic. Right, you've said that. We need to tend for both of our sakes. If I can go back, I would have handled the breakup in a more mature, direct way, but that is the only thing that I would change. It was painful for me to think about our past and now knowing that she had a baby and lost it, hurts even more. But it's the past. My present, my future is right here with you. Me too. So that's the part that's missing for me. A personal life. I meant it when I said I have almost everything I want. 
it'd be nice to have someone to share it with. Whoa, okay. Uh, please don't take that as like some loaded comment. All right, I have no expectations when it comes to us. I, uh, I just wanted to be honest, you know, with you, like you were with me. Well, thank you, Nick. I mean, if you're, you're still upset about me helping Chelsea in this time. Look, what matters right now is how is she doing? Is she okay? Do you think that she might try something like this again? I sure as hell hope not. Sharon and her doctor said that the first 72 hours are the most crucial. Yeah, I've heard that too. Which is why they admitted Chelsea immediately so she could undergo an evaluation and intense therapy. So how is she doing now? She seems better. She seems to be in a better headspace. Good. It's good. So now that I've answered your questions, do you mind answering some of mine? Like now that I've been able to explain to you where I've been the last few days and the circumstances behind it, with me supporting Chelsea in this critical time, is that, is that gonna be a problem for the two of us? Wait a second, 72 hours ago, that was when Adam found you on the roof of the hotel with Chelsea. Yeah. When I left you at the club, I went to the roof. I thought she was gonna be there and, and she was, and uh, I'm just glad that I found her when I did. I mean, I literally talked her off the ledge. Wait, so you haven't just supported her during this time? You saved her life. It's open. Hey guys. Hey mom. Come on in. We uh just stopped downstairs so Connor could grab some of those caramel brownies you love so much. Well, that is so sweet. Thank you. I'm so happy to see you. I've missed you so much. I was scared. I didn't know what happened or why you were avoiding me.
Join us again for The Young and the Restless.